I can't begin to tell you I am so sorry to have kept you waiting. No. No, that's absolutely fine. Please, please, accept my apology. <laughs> oh, my. Well, you said it might be like this. You said you might just be a little bit timid. That's okay. This is my specialty. Mm -mm. I open women up. I do. I show them the magic and the wonder and the rekindling of having really good sex. Through BDSM, of course, but just really good sex. Oh, <laughs> too much too fast, I know, I know, but we do have limited time, and you do have a limited budget. So, I want to open you up. This is very unusual, you know. Well, usually when I come out into the waiting room to meet a woman, she jumps up. The fact that you're still sitting there is very interesting. Are you having trouble standing? Would you like to sit out here for a moment? Oh. Absolutely. I don't mind at all. You are my only appointment for the next few hours, and I keep things pretty loose. I like to give all my clients good attention, and new clients most of all. Or, I guess, the prospect of a new client. <laughs> you don't have to make up your mind, you know. I don't just mean today. I don't just mean right now. I mean ever. You never really have to make up your mind on this. Going forward, I want you to remember that. Any and every time you have a new desire, a new whim, you can pursue it. You can ignore it. You don't have to be who you were before it came into your psyche. <sighs> Oh, listen to me, rambling on already. The thing is, I imagine you have a lot of questions about this. A lot of people do. When I'm at a party, when I meet someone new and they find out what I am, they're all questions. But I also know that the number of questions that they're going to come up with, well, they're going to run in something of a circle, maybe a figure eight, just looping around and around, but not really being able to escape this center gravity well, this core idea or failing. So, if you're like me, and you've been through the ride a number of times, especially from the outside watching somebody else do it, you have a pretty good idea of where everything's going to go. So, why don't you go with me? <laughs> no, not, not literally, not into the room, figuratively. We can talk out here. This is fine. If you're comfortable, I'm absolutely fine with everything. Now, I want to hammer this core concept down. You came here, you're interested in this lifestyle, because a word, or a fetish, 
or a concept. It appeals to you. But that doesn't define you. And that's what's very important about everybody who's worried about taking their steps into this. You're about to enter a world of lexicon, of protocol, of idea. You're about to enter a world where everybody has a part to play. Now, you can say that's how the real world is, and it is, but this is more of a French court. I'm dead serious, but I'm glad that got a smile out of you. This is like a French court from the 1700s. There are rules, but there's also mores and protocol and faux pas. There's also an invisible structure of governance that defines actions. And every single council, every single group, every single chapter, every single individual member at the end of the day is going to have different opinions about all of it. How to rule, how to govern, what the house rules should be, and how people should treat each other. When you look over all of that, you can see at the base, it still behooves you to be you. It still benefits you to be who you are, to know what you want, no matter your designation, no matter your role, no matter your kink. Let's just use a very silly fetish, one I've never come across before, and therefore you won't feel insulted if I use it as an example. Sometimes a new person comes in here, and they really want to do one thing. So, they're looking for someone who does that thing, and will do it with, or to, or for them. But that can be a little bit dangerous. That's ends justifies the means thinking, when you really, really put yourself into it. Just because someone is going to offer to give you something, something you're seeking doesn't mean that they're going to do it well. So, let's take a sexual fetish that you for sure don't have. What if you were looking for somebody called a creamer, and before you get dirty, and you make that about orgasms or cum? Did that embarrass you? Me just saying the word cum? Forgive me. I, <laughs> I've been involved in this lifestyle for a while. You sometimes forget what you're doing how you come across. Anyway, you, you had a very traumatic childhood accident with shaving cream in a water balloon. The mixture, however, wasn't shaving cream and water inside the balloon. It was also blueberry jam. So, whenever you smell the combination of blueberry jam and shaving cream, you get aroused. Imagine there were a jammer or a creamer, and they could throw these balloons at you, and you would be as aroused as you could possibly be. It's a bit silly, but at the end of the day, when you describe sexual congress, it always is. The more stark, the more basic, the more abject, the less it seems like something fun that we do, and more like something that little animals in the mud can't stop with doesn't it? So, that's your fetish. Shaving cream, blueberry jam, 
and someone who's willing to impact you with them. It takes you right back to childhood trauma, and for some reason, that does it for you. Well, you could find a list of creamers. You could. You could find a list of creamers. You could find a creamer club. You can find a club full of men or women or people who do not specify as anything or people who specify and identify as things you've never heard of, and they can all impale you at once. Or you can find the best, most handsome, most romantic creamer. But you did seek them for a prototype, a fetish. And I want you to think about what that means, or what it would mean in reverse. What if a man was out there and he said, I'm only looking for women with a certain size breast? You can roll your eyes and say that's what men do anyway, but I mean it. What if he really meant it? And then you had that size. Wouldn't you always wonder if he really wanted you? Wouldn't you really wonder if you two were good together? What if your cup size changed? Heaven forbid we know that never happens, right? Wouldn't you worry? Wouldn't you worry as it did? What if he changed? What if you did? What if you both did? I don't mean to impart you with worry. I mean to get about the idea of it. What is BDSM? What do you want me to teach you, show you, give you? Because it's not that easy. It's not as easy as just selecting a designation, finding somebody who has the same or opposite, and hooking up. That's dangerous. It's dangerous thinking. I want to go back to the analogy of the French court. I want you to think about how cruel someone could be to a newbie if they wanted to be. Someone who just walked in or was sent to a high court from a lower one. Someone who didn't know all the mores or all the individual marks of that particular place. If someone wanted to make such a person miserable and they had any position or discipline of power in that community, they could. And this led people at the time to talk about the tyranny of manners, the tyranny of protocol. Just because somebody can make something a rule, just because rules are followed, and just because good people are there, doesn't make the protocol good. Protocol can be just as useful as it can be abusive. It can be just as supportive as it can be used to isolate someone. Rules exist but they were always made by someone, and those rules generally benefit the person that they made. That's an important point, because you've just met me, but I want you to ask yourself, in a community of people searching for kinks, getting tied up, getting hit, getting abused, getting hurt, and so much worse, which party do you think made more of the rules? People like me or people like you? When you enter a BDSM community of a hundred people and someone like me is in it, do I have more 
or less influence, more or less power than I do in the world. Ah, I think you're finally starting to understand, and that's good. It's all right. I'm hitting you with a lot, but you did seem nervous, and you did seem ready, and so I thought that I would. You see, the more important aspect of what we're getting involved with with BDSM, the more important thing than the designation that you choose and represent yourself as, is the knowledge that that is temporary. I want you to think of all the identities that you've worn, all the words you've identified as as a person, until right now. The problem is, most of those words couldn't get you sexually hurt or sexually satisfied. Most of those words couldn't directly or by themselves lead you into a situation where you couldn't come back from. But this one, these ones, can. Because it doesn't really matter if you choose a brat, or if you choose a sub, or if you choose a dom, or if you choose a queen, or if you choose a princess, or if you choose a mermaid. It doesn't really matter what magical word you choose. That is still just a way for you to focus your identity. It is, at most, a prism, or a direction, or a foci. It is not who you are. You channel the light of your being into it for a moment. You do not accept it as your core structure, not when it's going to hurt you, at least. And I want you to think about that. Those words I threw at you, those are fairly interesting words, and most of them descriptive. We could agree what a brat is most of the time. But think about it. Am I going to have the same definition of bratty behavior as you? If our roles are to punish you when you're bratty, and I enjoy doing so, I get to use your body, or I get to molest you, or fuck you, or take something from you in some way, do you really want me having total judgment over that behavior? Does it excite you? I think it does. I think you like it. But how long would you want it for? A day? A week? An hour? It doesn't matter. It does not matter. You'll want it for how long you want it. You'll push it aside when it's no longer good for you. You'll take what you can get. And then you'll wonder about the rest. My goal, my job, what I see is my duty, because we're all playing with hashtags here, we're all playing with words, is to make sure that you don't go too quickly into it, that you don't choose a role and designation and then a partner who fulfills them just to get your lovely little rocks off. Listen to how clear I can speak. And now I want you to imagine that I was speaking in special and magical rules. Special and magical rules that you found exciting. I'm not here in this lobby 
We're not about to go into my office, but we're in a club, and I'm fully dressed up. Perhaps my face is obscured, and perhaps yours is too. And I have at my side a woman, or maybe two. And they're very attractive, and they're dressed up as such. And I begin a conversation with you. I dismiss them. I am in the center of my power and displaying it. And now I'm throwing words at you. Lexicon, submission, power, pleasure. Need, want, desire, form. Are you and I on the same page? Or am I just trying to get you? If you say, I need to be treated in any particular way, and I look like I fit the bill, is my yes going to tempt you? Or are you going to find out what you need, what you really need from this? What activates you? What gets you going? What drives you wild? Because it's not going to be one of those words. It's not going to be something you toggle on and off. You've done that before. Do you know what the arrival fallacy is? It's the belief that once we get something we want, we'll be happy. We won't, even if we're happier. You've toggled on other identities. Student, daughter, friend, girlfriend. Becoming these things, getting them, entering into these relationships, getting what you want from them or failing and then moving on, none of these things define you. No, you are defined by something else. Who you are and what you do, not all of these simple little hashtags. Not all these events of character, even if they're prolonged. You are what you want, what you think, what you feel, what you do. And that's true of this as well. I want you to be careful about the focus. I want you to be careful about who you choose, not what. I could describe myself as a psychopathic conqueror. I often tell women I'm going to kill them, hurt them, dismember them, break them. I don't, and they know it, and they trust me. But I can say those things and identify as them, and would you know the difference? Obviously, you wouldn't believe that I was about to murder you, I hope. I dearly do. But that, that is an extreme example. There are so many other ways to get hurt. What if I ask you if you're going to be a perfect little slut for me? Now, that may make you blush, and that may make you uncomfortable, but what if we were really engaging? We met on a BDSM site, we had been messaging, I'd said I wanted you to be my perfect little slut. What would that mean? Wouldn't you have to ask a follow-up? Wouldn't you have to ask those follow-ups if I used any word? My perfect little girl, my perfect little brat, my perfect queen, my perfect goddess. 
And in that way, the designation doesn't matter. It's a way to find common points. It's a way to declutter. It is not a path to get what you want. You can't define yourself or define others in this lifestyle and get your rocks off. How we wish it were that easy. How everyone wishes it were that easy. What you can do, however, well, what you can do with BDSM is much, much more interesting than what you can't. And I suppose that's what you're really here for, now that my words of caution have been uttered. What you can do with BDSM, well, that does not depend on the label. That depends on what you put into it, what you want to get out of it, and what you are willing to do for it. So, now that we have our concept of a focusing prism, of something that we can put our energy into and then take away from, as we find interesting, let's explore it. Let's push deeper into it. That prism, that little piece of light that you are filtering yourself through, you can filter the best parts of you. When I am a brat, you can say to yourself, brats are needy, and they ask for what they want, something I have trouble with. Brats are demanding, and they won't be silenced, and I am so quiet in the face of adversity, etc., etc., now, you can go either way with that, which is why I'm trying to get you to think about what you want. What's going to satisfy you, really satisfy you in bed? What's going to get you there? What designation? When we masturbate, when we think about people wanting us, sometimes they're shadowy figures, and that's exactly what I want you to imagine now. Not me. Not anyone. A shadowy figure in the room, alone, with you. How do they touch you? How do they grab you? Where do they move you to make you feel the most desired? What happens between the two of you? What is that fantasy? Does he come up from behind or in front? Do they come up from behind or the side? Does she stroke your hair and kiss your neck? Or does she bite the balls of your feet? These are all just physical actions, but they're not just physical actions. They will tell you something. They will give you comfort, or they will take it away. They will make you embrace, or they will make you flee. You will enjoy them, or you will loathe them. And that is very important. Because when you know that, when you have that, when you have everything that you need in that little spot, you can start exploring. If you know you want me to grab you and hold you and bind you, that's very important. It doesn't matter what my designation is. It doesn't matter what my name is. It doesn't matter what you call me. We can use that as a way to get you what you need. We can use that as a way to find a bridge to desire. 
and optimally, you're looking for someone who's equally turned on by it. Think of it as the difference between I like having my neck grabbed and choked, and you like to grab and choke my neck, and therefore we're a good match. Well, that's a very, very good way to look at it. But another way, a better way, if I can be so suggestive, is that you and I don't. We don't talk about that match, that give and exchange in that physical way. We find out what I want from it. Why do I want my neck grabbed? Why? Why do you get so much pleasure from it? Let's dig into those questions. Let's delve there. And when we do, when we dig into that, we can do and get everything we want. You're very aroused right now. I'm surprised. I didn't think that you would get to this state. It's nice. Would you like to continue? Would you like to come into my office? Would you like to explore more? You see, I will admit, I do enjoy being the professor, and I do enjoy being the first taste and getting it. I like to say that I'm noble, but I am just a person, and you are just a woman, and I do want to know what you sound like when you moan. I can show you. We don't have to stop. I can show you. Would that make you comfortable? Would you like to come into my office? Good. Even though I just warned you against hooking up with someone so quickly, I think that's very good. I think that's very exciting. Would you like your first two tasks to show you just how interesting this is going to get? Just how quickly? Just how deep in you're going to go? And how quickly you're going to fall? Just two. And I promise I won't touch you and you won't touch me. Yes? You'd like to play? Good. Because I want to play too. The first is stand up and prepare to walk into my office. That's it. It's just that easy. It's two things. You have to prepare yourself mentally to walk in, and you have to rise out of your chair. That's all. Mm. See? Easy. And that's very much the first kind of command a dom might give you, no matter what they call themselves. Something to see if you'll obey. And then, once they see that you will, once they see that the two of you are connected, they might do something a little bit more aggressive, like my second demand. Undo your shirt. Take it off. Take off your bra as well. Yes, you are. Look back into my eyes, please. Take off your shirt and bra. Show me your breasts. 
and then walk into my office. Mm -mm. This is where you're really going to struggle. But I told you, just because we're in the lobby doesn't mean anyone's coming in. The door is locked. There is not going to be another client for hours. You know this. You came in here. You experienced it yourself. You see, the benefits of being me, well, one of them at least, is that sometimes not only do I get paid to have sex with amazing women, to dom them, to instruct them, and to teach them, sometimes I come right on their pretty little faces at the front door, not the office door, and then I throw them back into the world. Sometimes after, I have a nap. <laughs> Does that turn you on? Do you like that? This is the beginning of power play. It's designed to show you how quickly it goes downhill. If you think that I'm the only man, the only dom, the only person who has ever said, Step one, do something easy. Step two, begin filleting me. Or let me fillet you. Or, or, or. That, well, that's just how it goes. In fact, a lot of doms really enjoy the shock effect. What percentage of women do you think go for the first time with someone who then immediately says, well, we're alone, and I know you want this, so open up? Mm. A little bit higher than you want it to be, I bet. It's a scary, scary world out there. That should make you aware. It should also make that pussy extra, extra wet. I'm not going to touch you. I'm going to talk about it, but I'm not going to do it. I am going to drive you insane. I am going to make that happen. And you know why. Because that is what I enjoy. I enjoy opening the door, sampling and getting it. Show me your breasts. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. That was all instructional. Now you want to see power play. Now I'm going to show you power play. Show me your breasts. Take off your top. Take off your bra. And march yourself into my office all day today. This entire time, your nipples have been aroused so hard. I've seen just hints of them. Throughout your mind today, though you tried to get away from it, you kept thinking of this, of me, of what would happen. And no matter what we do here today, that'll be true. So, don't make me play mind games with you that you're not ready to play back. I will. But I'd rather not. I'd rather you just be a good girl and listen and do what I say. Mm. Good. Stand up.
Good. Undo your buttons one by one. Don't stop. Don't stop. You can look wherever you want, and your hands can tremble however much they need to. But don't stop. Take the breaths, ragged as they are, pull them into your lungs. Do I feel too intense? I will make you do this again, looking me in the eyes. I will make you start over again every single time that your hands shake, and I will spank your fucking ass. Maybe finger it, and then make you do it again until you get it right, until you satisfy me. This is power play. This is what you're going to be expected to do. You are going to be called out on your lips changing color, on your skin getting shiny, on every single part of you twisting and collapsing, but still opening up all the same. This is power play, and imagine how much more intense it's going to be when you know that the person with you can't wait to use you, see you as a meal after starving for two days. One of my favorite sayings is that civilization is nine meals away from anarchy. When it comes to sex, when it comes to fetishes, when it comes to societies, when it comes to desires, it's a few less meals. People get hungry very quickly. Look at how hungry I got just from telling you what to do. March yourself into my fucking office. I will be right behind you. I will be right with you. I will watch you. And you will wonder, why were you allowed to keep your lower clothing on? Why didn't I make you strip entirely? Why aren't I making you crawl? That comes when I believe you can handle it. I think it would break you right now. I think if I got you naked and made you crawl to my office, you'd come from the rug burn alone. You'd come from the degradation. You would cry. And you would fuck yourself while you were crying. And I'm not talking about here or at my command. I'm talking about tomorrow night and the night after and a week from now. This is about figuring out something that you're never going to forget. It has very, very little to do with my cog. Oh. See? Then we're just exploring. You may have had a title in mind when you walked in here. Did you want to be a baby girl? Did you want to be an empress? Did you want to be angelic? Does it matter? Does it matter what you want it to be right now? All you want is more. So let's explore. Move to my fucking office now. 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 Come on. There we go. Good girl. Good girl. Is that what you want to be called? I'll keep a generic for you. Good girl. Knees. I said knees. Get on them. Good. 
I wasn't going to let you get into my office. I wasn't going to let you get there. Now you are topless on your knees in a lobby. Touch the balls of your feet together. Come on. Bring them back. I want that pussy open. I want that pussy exposed. I want you to feel the air slipping past your panties. But I don't want to see the panties you wore. You wore them for me to see them. You wore them for me to have an impression. I don't want to have the impression. I'm going to give you one instead. Rub up and down the front of those panties. Rub up and down the front of those panties. Mm. I want you to get your fingers around either side of your clit. I want you to feel how wet you are, how hot. Don't linger on any spot too long and don't do it too quickly. Slow, easy pulses, pushes, strokes, up and down your slit. I bet you have an amazing pussy. I bet it's delicious. I bet if you were lying on top of me right now in this position, facing away, bouncing up and down on top of my cock, I would love it. Wouldn't you? Do you have an idea of how big my cock is? I think you'd find it very filling. I think you'd enjoy it very much. I guess if you're here, you have the same impression. Think about it. Think about what I'm telling you. You would enjoy it, and you know it, and that is vanilla. Very vanilla. Only the position could be missionary to make it more so. That's literally just a penis inside a vagina. Why is it so arousing right now? Oh, you could flatter me and say it's because of me. Because of my attitude, or my intellect, or my voice, that's what's making you do it. But it's not honest. If you're being honest with yourself, it's because of the connection. It's because a part of your psyche enjoys that you were pushed here. And then you got to enjoy it. You will find out about yourself if that statement is true. But from where I'm sitting... I very much believe it. You have to keep looking ahead. I am going to pull out my cog. I'm not going to stroke it, but it is rock hard. And I want it out. Just like your pussy is feeling that air, I want to feel it around my cog too. It's very powerful. And I like having it out. And I feel more powerful when I do. What do you think about all that? Does it drive you crazy or do you roll your eyes? If you think this is eccentric Dom behavior, darling, you don't know what you're getting into then. So pull your panties down a little. Pull them down. Pull them down. Edge them towards your feet. Pull them down. Good. But don't get out of that position. In fact, move your knees a little bit 
further apart. I want that pussy illuminated by air. I want that pussy completely full of it. I want that pussy pulsing and grasping and needing it. And then I want that pussy needing it more. More than that. And more than that even. And more than even that. See? This is what makes me a specialist. You can't fake it. I enjoy what I do to you too much, and you enjoy the instruction. Move your hips. Move them up and down. Show me the motion that you would use to stroke my cock. Does that turn you on? It's vanilla, except it's not happening. And so it's very arousing. You are being used and displayed. Your mind and your psychology are having to show me what they'd offer without your body being able to do it. How many times in this life have you said, I can't tell you, but I can show you? Well, you're going to do both over and over again for me in whatever order I choose. You're going to do it for me, and I'm going to get it from you. Doesn't that turn you on? Up and down, stroke your pussy up and down outside of your lips, soft and easy. It's not about coming over and over again. We both know you could do that. It's about the feeling. It's about the sensation. It's about the manipulation. It's about you giving over that power and me taking it. Is it turning you on more and more? Stroke faster. Do you want to penetrate? Do you want to go inside? It's so vanilla. One finger inside your pussy, that's so vanilla. Why does it turn you on so much right now? What does it matter? Do you need it? Do you need it? Do you need it? Push inside one finger. Push inside one finger. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Oh, nice and tight. Nice and tight. Don't take it. Keep rolling those hips. Keep rolling those hips. Keep rolling those hips up and down. Come on, show me. Show me. Do you think you can tempt me? I bet you do. My cock is out and hard for you. My cock is out and hard for you. It wants you. Can you tempt me into this? Your panties are down. I could push right there. I can slide in. You could be bouncing up and down on my cock. I'll call you a good girl. I'll call you the best girl. Come on. Another finger. You want that second finger inside? Yes, you do. You want... That second finger inside, push it in, push it in, push it in, push it in, yes, 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 screwball, screw it, screw it, screw it, left and right, left and right, left and right, come on, like a corkscrew, in and out, in and out, don't just twist your fingers, in and out, don't just twist your fingers, in and out, don't stop moving your ass up and down, what did I say, what did I say about that, I wanted to see it, so show me, bounce that ass up and down, bounce that ass up and down, yes, don't fucking stop with your pussy. Don't fucking stop with your pussy. Fingers in and out. Come on, move them towards the ceiling. Move them towards your G-spot, G-spot, G-spot. Try and reach, try and reach. Push, 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 push. Come on, bend over, bend over, bend over. Back out, back out, back out. Come on, come on. Good girl, good girl. Back to your clit, back to your clit. Up and down, up and down your slit, and then hang on your clit. Up and down your slit, and then play on your clit. Up and down, and then on your clit. Up 
and down and then on your clit. Up and down and then on your clit. Back inside. Back inside. Back inside. This is so vanilla. Why is it turning you on so much? That is dumb. Why do you like it so much? Why do you like it so much when I tell you what to do? Why do you like it so much when it's just me and you? Why do you like it so much when it's just instruction? Don't think about it. Don't hesitate. Don't even begin. You will piss me off. You don't want to piss me off, do you? You're all alone in a room with a man. You have your back to him. Does he even have his fucking cock out? Is he jerking off right now? Are you really paying for this? Is this who you really are? Why does this turn you on so much? You could have gotten this at home. You could have gotten this online. You could have gotten this from any guy on the street. It's a finger inside your fucking pussy. A finger inside your fucking pussy. Go, go, go. Two fingers. Go, go, go. Push, push, push. Why does it turn you on so much? Why do you want this? Why do you want to explore this? Push, 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 push. You don't have to be a sub. You don't have to be a slut. You can be. You can be all of them and none of them. Put them on and take them off like clothing. Use them and discard them like any label that suits you. You are more powerful than that. You are more powerful than that. That pussy is telling you. Your body is telling you. You want to give up and give in and you want to be free and individual. You want it all. It's not about the label. It's about the connection. It's about what you can get from the person up and down, up and down, in, in, in both fingers and put your thumb on your clit. Come on, come on, come on. Push, 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 push. You want to come for me? Do you want to come for me? Do you want to come for me after all this? Yes, you do. You can't fucking take it, can you? Can you? Your face is sweaty. Don't fucking come. Just push, just push, just push. Don't fucking come. You'll come for me when I tell you to. You'll come for me when I tell you to. You'll come for me when I tell you to. You will come for me when I tell you to. Come for me, come for me, come for me, come for me, come for me now, 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 come for me now, 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 yes you can, yes you can, yes you can, ass up and down, ass up and down, push, 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 don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, I didn't say you could stop, I didn't say you could stop, I didn't say you could stop, fucking yourself, keep fucking yourself, keep fucking yourself, keep fucking yourself, now, 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 deep, 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 don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, now, 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 Show me, show me, show me. Are you ready? Are you a good girl? Are you a bad girl? Are you a dirty girl? Are you my girl? Does it matter? Do you need this? Do you want this? It's just fingers inside your pussy. Why do you like it so much? Why do you like it so much? Why is it so dirty? What are you afraid of? Push, push, push. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Push, 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 push. Click, 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 click. Come on, tickle, tickle, tickle. Push all over, all around. Yes, 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 you can. 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 Yes, 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 yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. And just like that. Revelation. You are going to figure out so much about yourself. There is so much left to discover. You have so much left to find out about where you're going, what comes next, who is going to be on the other side, and what it means. But that is not enough. You have to do more than wanted. You have to do more than find a good guide. You have to figure out what your drives are. Otherwise, you're just going to be matching keywords with keywords. 
And if you do that, you're never going to have the fun you deserve. You're never going to get everything out of this that you want. And I want you to get everything out of this. It's not just making a puddle on a nice man's carpet. Don't apologize. I think I might be to blame for it as well, at least in part. It's not just the experience of being told what to do and wondering why that's so much fun. Sure, that's there. But this is the beginning. Before you have all that fun, I did want to caution you. Just a general caution, not about anyone in particular, any society or any group. But merely that words can be used by anyone, and two people using the same words don't necessarily mean the same thing. And so whatever words you're using, you're going to have to have a conversation, a series of them, more likely. And they're going to get embarrassing. They're going to get confusing. You're going to make trade-offs, much more so than any other romantic relationship, because if someone really can offer you that thing that's taboo, that's incredible, that holds power over you for any reason, well, maybe you'll let some other things slide, especially around the edges. Hmm? But at the end of the day, just as you know your desire, just as you know what you want to explore, when you want to explore it, and how, you're also going to be the best judge of who to do it with, how quickly to go with them, and if you should listen, if you should cross that threshold. My first instruction to you was stand up. My second instruction to you was strip and walk. My third instruction to you had you under total sexual arrest. Hmm? And again, if I weren't so scrupulous, that might have been the first. There are far too many people out there, and let us just be frank, far too many men out there who use the excuse of she wanted it as an excuse to demean her. Hmm? Sad to say, especially after such a lovely little series of orgasms for you. But it's there. And people who like to use people, they like to use rules and protocol and courts and prestige because they get to be bullies while still following the letter of the law. Mm, I know. I'm one of them. I just have better impulse control. Did that make you hitch? Did that make your pussy twitch a little bit? Did that make breath come into your lungs good? Because this is power play. This has the potential of abuse. This has the potential to hurt you in a way that a normal relationship can't. And the dangers are there. And now that I've said all that, and only shown you a little bit of the fun, that's what I want to ask you about. Do you think, with the caution for primer already done, and you being an excellent student, you might want to book another appointment, 
This time, we can spend the hour talking about what a good submissive gets, at least from a very demanding dom.